Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 130, Outtakes and Cookies. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie Rosie and and Jessica's Jessica's Day of Fun. Fun. Hi. Hello. Hello. Um, So I'm sort of coming down off some codeine. Good times. Um, So I don't really know who I am, where I am, when I am. Oh, that's right. No one, no one knows when it is. Is it Tuesday? Uh, yes. Yes, that's because I can see it in the corner of my laptop screen. How's how's you know things? Things. Samely, much the same. Uh, I enjoyed the quiz you gave us last night. Thank you. Um, I enjoyed uh, doing the quiz. Yeah, we had a, a family quiz last night, which was actually originally a brownie quiz. I did a music quiz at brownies last night because we're doing Zoom brownies, um, which I like to say is Zoom brownies because then it sounds like Zoom beanies. Yes, we did a music quiz. Uh, the category was Disney for Disney songs, but they were covers and they had to tell me what the film was. Uh, so that was fun. I did really well. Rosie did very well because um, I then did a Zoom call with the family so that I could work out how to share screen for us to do a picture quiz next week. Um, and I was glad I did that because there was like an extra step involved that isn't present in Teams or um, Blackboard Collaborate. So that's useful to know. Um, so we did a little picture quiz and uh, I'd already started making one for the brownies, which was like cartoon or like film characters. Then I added in a second round for the family, which was fictional bands. Which I won't do with the brownies because they will not know the answers to any of them. No. Not a one. Um, yeah, that was that was fun. Hey, Jessica, I left the house. I left the house. That was my oh, thing for this week. my greyhounds. Um, um, for like... Well, no, I was... So I went to the shop. We drove to the shop. So I could go to the shop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and when I say the shop, I'd be my shop, not just like Big Tesco. Um, so we went when no one else was there and basically did a quick raid to get some stuff. Then we got trapped in the car outside our house for five minutes by hail. We literally uh, we were like, right, time. this is great. We managed to get our, our the parking space back. We we'd had a successful, you know, strike on the shop, and then um, then we got trapped mere meters from our own front door. Uh, yeah, we picked. I picked up some stuff as I was, I set the alarm, walked out, and I was walking out. I grabbed two um, balls of sock yarn off the shelves because it would be rude not to. I was like, yeah, I'm having that. Bye. Um, I own 100 percent of this lousy company. I've got a sewing machine again. Excellent. Which I mean, I've brought my sewing machine home. I've got wool because we're doing a knit along. So I went outside. It was great. Yeah, I did a lot of diving into the street to avoid people. Um, we arrived just at the moment when loads of people turned up um, on the street. Uh, and then as soon as I tried to get, as we got into the shop, everyone disappeared. Then was we was I was standing in the shop um, emptying the till, and a woman came up and started reading the sign and uh, on the door and looking at me. I had a mask on and I wanted to be like, oh my! I was sort of panicked that she might try and come in. So um, I just like repeatedly moved my hand in front of my neck. Like I was like, no, no. <laughs> Get out. Um, but I don't know why I sort of just seemed like, cut it, quit it out, dead. No. Uh, shut it down. Shut it down. Rather than being like, sh- sh- shrugged, like, no, or like, sorry. Um, instead, I was quite, I accidentally was quite aggressive. Uh, she didn't want to come in, unlike the hordes of people who contact me every day, being like, can I come to the shop to pick something up? Like, no. We're not offering click and collect. I spend most of my day... <laughs> Telling people that we're not doing click and collect. I know other shops are. We'd still, but mm, hmm. I spent 
I've, I nearly had angerism yesterday morning. I put it all over Twitter. I updated the website in like four different... So it says it in like four different places. So no matter where you might be looking, at any point you can find our COVID-19 information. And then last night I was doing my, you know, last few checks, went on Facebook and someone had messaged being like, can I come in? I was like, I saw someone in there and I was like, that's... Mm-hmm. We're not... I don't want to do us down, but we're not an essential business. You, you like, it's not ju- like I, the, I just can't with this. I can't anymore with um, these people. Because it's not customers. just like, yeah, well, yeah, but it's, it's not that the beloved customers aren't doing it because they sign up to our mailing list. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Uh, my old mother has lent me some leggings and I put them on, they've got holes in them. Oh, I cut her hair this week. It's quite stressful. Did she I know that you did that? Do the, you know, the midnight barber. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought I was just going to cut the back, and she said, "Oh, can you do the fringe?" The adrenaline is still coursing through my veins. Surely, the fringe is the more important bit because that's the bit you see out of. No, the back was. Why is that? I don't. I, I saw it was like tweets, and you. Oh no, and so you, and you text out. me immediately to say like, ah. it was like so. Yeah, but and like, I, I walked straight out of the... I put the scissors down and walked straight down down the stairs, opened a cupboard, got a wine glass, opened the fridge, uh, wine box, open, uh, back to bed, wine glass. Okay, glass a of wine. curious response to... But then a lot of people on Twitter seem to be having, having the same situation. I find that a curious response to just cutting someone's hair. Is it like the power that you were given the responsibility? No, it was the stress. Oh, I see. Like, what if I done goofed? Well, no one's going anywhere. Yeah. Hair grow- We've had this conversation before. Hair grows. Who cares? It's only hair. Well, yeah. But the thing is, it's my- usually I do stupid stuff to my hair myself because it's mm-hmm. my hair. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I suppose it's a bit different. Or is there somebody else and somebody's like, what have you done to me? Also, I've I've, I've cut multiple people's hair before. Yeah. Not in a professional setting. Usually at a party. When I was a teenager, every party would end up with someone oh having a haircut. God, do you remember the, the day when the next morning we went and found all of Nico's hair in the garden? <laughs> yes. Because he had a full ponytail that we'd cut off. Yeah, I've never cut anyone else's hair. And I like I confidently will cut my own hair, as evidenced by my current head. Um, but, you know, if it goes wrong, well, you've only got yourself to blame. I think, I'm pretty sure, like, the first time I met one of my friends, or, like, properly met one of my friends, I gave him a haircut. And it was a very Russian doll vibe to the entire situation. How? Did someone get a haircut with that? Yeah, when the homeless guy who is Warren from Empire no. Records gives her a haircut. That's really what yeah. I was going for. I was once at a party where a man's mutton chops got shaved for the uh, good of humanity. We'd been doing... Uh, we. It was the rap party, cast oh, party, see, see, see. for a musical, the Jekyll and Hyde musical as students, and some one of the guys had grown in his own mutton chops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so he was ceremonially shaved. I left not long after, and then the police got called, by which point I was already tucked up in my bed, because that's what I do. You have a brand. It's important that you stick to it. Yeah, there are multiple pictures of me at parties from my student days uh, asleep in the corner <laughs> to several parties several outfits me asleep and um like Linus Johns in while you were sleeping I could sleep anywhere believe me she has yeah I could just spark out I'll be like okay I don't know why I didn't go home well I assumed that I then did I wouldn't just stay the night and be like morning everybody hope we all got our ten hours um <laughs> Um, so I don't know. That's me. Ah, that's poo. <laughs> <laughs> I found another hole in these leggings. 
Did she know? So I think yes, and she's doing it on purpose. I'm gonna just get rid of burn and um, make a walking stick out of it. Yeah, I don't know what else I've done this week because have I done anything? Um, taking a lot of painkillers. I've Ooh. had. I took a day off. I've, I'm only working a four day week because it's bank holiday. Fair and enough. I love to communicate with. Yeah, um, I take my bank holidays off. Um, I'm colossally overdue for an actual holiday, but that's not a possibility at the yeah, moment. Yeah, that's that's not gonna happen. Um, yes, your use of the phrase "make a walking stick out of it" made me think of the patch cutie, and uh, I strongly, strongly recommend. And I don't know why I didn't text you immediately. I meant to, and you've probably done this before anyway. Um, just watch. Uh, oh, go to YouTube and type in um, "horrible histories outtakes." Joy, so much joy. It's like eight minutes of people laughing. That sounds so happy. It's it was truly joyous. Um, and there is a bit of the patch cutie where I can't remember what the line was supposed to be, but instead of a make flakes out of their arms, he sings. I'd never got that bit right, <laughs> and everyone laughs. So there you go. That's I'll bring you. That's my recommendation for you. I'll re- recommend this again. In um, what have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Uh, what about the segment where we actually do recommendations, Jessica? <laughs> Oh yeah, but I thought. Um, I mean, you can have that, but I do actually have a proper one. So, oh, okay, that's fine then. Um, have you you you, you done anything? You been anywhere? No. You have no. We're not been anywhere. I thought you were going to go to the supermarket, or is that kind of less like less interesting now? Yeah, I did go to the supermarket and I went to the post office. Uh, how was, it was that? It was fine. I'm still here, as far as I can tell. Is it no longer notable? It's not really notable. The last week's was not the military operation the previous two visits had been. Come on, Big Morrisons, get it together! But um, I think they'd set up a a, a trolley um, handle sanitising station so yeah, you could do your own nice. trolley. Um, so yeah, so I did that, and it, there was no queue or anything, so that was good. And then the veg section was way way emptier than the previous week, so I was like, okay, good, or well, the previous time, um, because it was like a fortnight between. Um, but then generally, I found it like don't know if people are starting to get a bit complacent, but like the whole trip, not just the supermarket, I found it slightly trickier to stay far enough away from people like there just seemed to be not that anyone was being careless there just seemed to be like I don't even know that there were more people about and it was raining and I'd hoped that going in the rain would make it easier Um, but the post office was was the busiest it was a lot busier than it had been the previous time and because our post office is very long and thin even if you stand the right distance in the queue to get out of the post office you have to walk past the queue so it's a bit tricky um but at least in the front section where it's like the shop section you can stand on the other side of the of the suite rack or the like a stationary yeah. rack whatever it is um next to all the mars bars and stuff but then like to get out of the door i just sort of dived past a man who had sort of flattened himself against the door just <laughs> like go, go, go. There, sh- there must have been a better way that we could have done that like i could have stepped to the side and said would you mind stepping out for a minute or like but instead everyone just sort of panics and acts as fast as possible when actually probably the best thing to do is for people to stop and take a moment to think what is the best way to do this people just go ah and like so i did find myself like frequently just like everyone just kind of dives and go yeah dive through the gap and stuff uh they better stop collaborate and distance yes you're welcome (sighs) and we thought all my university uh, years were wasted (laughs) all that improv so yeah, it was fine, and uh, just that one of those ex- weeks in the s- uh, supermarket visits where everything that you want to buy has someone standing looking at it, or someone standing looking at something above it on the shelf, or someone on the phone talking to someone at home about what they're buying in front of the thing that you want to buy. So I did spend a lot of time just standing um, two meters away, lurking, 
lurking, waiting for someone to move away from the porridge oats. Step away from the porridge oats. (laughs) Or Um, chocolate. Oh, now I want chocolate. There's there's a lot of people getting to the end of the aisle and going, oh, no, after you... Oh, a comedy... And then sort of doing a sort of a comedy scuttle, you know, when there's like three people and everyone everyone does stop, like sort of raccoons in the headlights. And then... Raccoons? That's a thing. I saw... um, someone saying that raccoons are the um, the uh, official animal of Corona, not least because Corona is an anagram of raccoon, but also they always <laughs> wear masks and wash their hands. There you go. Oh, we all have fun together. That's what my friend Ruth used to sing. She was my boss at the time. It was very funny. Um, should we do? A, do you want to do a song? Shall I do a song? What sort of a song? I don't want to sing. My song this week is Cheryl Crow and Willie Nelson singing, and I didn't even mean this one. It just was a nice song. Singing Lonely Alone. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, well, I say it's a nice song. It's one of those songs where, like, it just it sounds nice, uh, but I didn't really... I, I, I don't tend to sort of focus on the words. I only no. found it this week. I'd not, because it's, it's from a, an album that I hadn't heard before. From Threads by Charles Crow. Oh, that's why I said Threads by Carol King the other day when I meant Tapestry. Tapestry? Anyway, threads? You know, that's why I thought the link wasn't sure it's it's because Cheryl Crow Threads. Uh, yeah, so Lonely Alone. Oh, so no. distancing, alone together. I'm really happy with Stop, Collaborate and Distance, Jessica. Okay, good. Um, I, so yeah, I'll work it up and sh- get three disappointing retweets on Twitter from it. Okay. Um, let's do some recommendations. Let's do some in recommendations. Our little, uh, little of of our recommendations. I think it's time for you to go first, because I've been first a couple of weeks because uh, you were thinking of what to say. Yes, I actually have one this week, so there you go. Um, no, i that's going to be the same as mine. I I'm don't think it is. Gr- oh. <laughs> is I, it leaving the I house? Mean, it might be, but I would be very surprised. Um, I, well, I've realised that all of the media that I'm consuming at this point is stuff that I've experienced before or have recommended before, because it's like, ah, I can yeah. watch Community. Or Miss Fisher. It's always Miss Fisher. In doubt, Miss Fisher. Uh, this week, yeah. my recommendation is the film In the Mood for Love, which was made in 2000. That's a weird date to say without the words the year beforehand. Anyway, yeah. it was made in 2000 and uh, 2000, uh, directed by Carway Wong. And it is about uh, two neighbours. I shall read to you the IMDb description. Two neighbours, a woman and man, form a strong bond after both suspect extramarital activities of their spouses. However, they agree to keep their bond platonic so as not to commit similar wrongs. And it's set in um, Hong Kong in the early 60s. And it's very lovely. This sounds so good! It's really good. Um, I found it a little bit hard to get hold of. Well, I didn't because I watched it through a university login. Um, so I'm not sure oh. where you can access it otherwise. But it must be. It's it, like it's a very well-known film. But it's um yeah it's really nice because it is about people whose marriages are potentially failing and no one raises their voice at any point there isn't a single raised voice and also everyone behaves this is quite unusual in a film in which it, it took me a while to put my finger on what I'd found so enjoyable about it because it's not like it's not um like difficult to watch it's very easy to watch but it's not like funny or anything oh uh, everyone behaves in a way that people would genuinely behave like there's no there's no nonsense, there's no overreactions, there's no just silliness or things that you can only get away with in film. In the movies! In the movies. Someone rings up to speak to one of them at work and you think their boss is going to be annoyed because 
they're not there or something. I can't remember what it was. And they just go, oh, okay, yeah, no problem. I'll let them know you called. And you're like, oh, okay. I thought there was going to be conflict added in here, but there isn't. It's just a normal person having a normal phone call. Uh, yeah, and it's very stylish. And we watched it, obviously, for, like, the fashions. So, well, partly for the fashions, actually, but it was, like, a, an uh, an exilic uh, film film kind of club discussion. So talking about films in exile and things. Um, speaking of Hong Kong, Jessica, I remembered something I got this week, which was I got a live video tour of Hong Kong. <gasps> oh my god, that's very exciting. Was that from Thailand? It was so, yes, it was so exciting. Be a bit I weird if did, it uh, Yeah, no, it's a stranger. Just send me it. <laughs> um, my very best friend uh, lives in Hong Kong at the moment. Um, it's obviously a very odd time to be abroad, especially to be abroad in East Asia. Um and so uh well we were calling each other anyway but she was going for a walk um and uh, she took me with her and uh it was great because she would just flip the camera around at different points and sometimes i got to just see my best friend's face which was brilliant well the top half of my best friend's face because she was wearing a mask <laughs> and other times she would flip it around and she went it, it it's basically she went for a walk at sunset so the sunset over hong kong and then she was she got the ferry across the harbor and you could see all the lights and it's an amazing looking city and it was so cool <laughs> what a nice thing to do it was so nice and like because i don't get to go outside at the moment i've nice. um, been to a new city and i've been to a new city and, and i got to see my best country friend in a different continent no less i know and i was meant to have gone to visit her in april because it was her birthday um she instead turned 30 in a government holding <laughs> thing because she'd been exposed to corona she's fine but it was not the most exciting way to turn 30 uh instead of not ideal we were all we were meant to be um being dragged behind a boat on inflatables oh is that a coffee it is a you are a hero thank you so much oh don't worry can you can you uh say that i'll just be in my caravan please jessica says she'll just be in a caravan she says she'd give you a cup of coffee if she could oh uh, okay, so that's not my recommendation. Although I do recommend FaceTiming your best friend if, if someone not. if someone's uh, could locate a best friend in Hong Kong, get them to give you. <laughs> I, well, actually, I need to follow up because I put on Instagram saying I'm having a bad time. Can I FaceTime? Like, I'd love to do, schedule some video calls. Uh, this my friends are too kind, and then I had too many offers, and I'm like, well, I'll just ignore all of these. This is too overwhelming. <laughs> so I need to sit and schedule all my video calls with friends. Um, would you like my recommendation? Because it's uh, not sure, actually. I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, what this? This? I mean, you've already followed up on this recommendation, but Channel Five has started showing the Golden Girls from the beginning every I'm lunchtime. So enjoying it, and I've never seen the Golden Girls, which means it's very hard to engage with gay Twitter. Um, but uh, no more. No more. I love it so much, and it's so good from the beginning. It's not like it's just that you're not like oh okay, like. I don't know. It's just so good. The first episode I watched, and I was like, "Yeah, I love this." It w- yeah. Nobody had to be like, Sold. "Season one's a bit rough." It's got um, like genuine, it. like good jokes. It like the one-liners, like, one-liners, and, and oh my god! I realize that now every time I'm sarcastic, I've only been watching a week, but I it, before I'm sarcastic, I hear a voice going, "No, Rose." <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, uh, and every every episode veers like so close to very special episode uh, territory, and then like doesn't. It's actually instead, it's just like these are real people living lives, but it's also a really good like comedy. Yeah, like you said, you're just like this is quite um, lovely, and and uh, yeah, it is heartfelt, but it's also extremely funny. Um, uh, yeah, God, I hope I'm a Dorothy. 
Sophia's handbag that no one ever mentions, but is Sophia's handbag is like the fifth character. <laughs> New York is like the fifth character. <laughs> the Florida Keys is like the fifth character. Um, yeah, it's so good. So we watch that. We video it. Channel 5 are absolutely terrible in sending the signal to our DVR, so frequently episodes cut out 30 seconds before the end. Uh, and it's not on catch-up, so you have to watch it. You have DVR ah, to watch I it live. I was going to check if it was on catch-up, because I... Nope, because... Um, twice have accidentally but because they don't show at the same time every day no they do not so um and i usually watch it on plus one because then it coincides better with when i want to have my lunch so i've made right. it my my lunch break thing during we... the week i eat my lunch and watch the golden girls yeah see we watch it we record it and watch it in the evening because uh my parents have new sofas and we're not allowed to eat in the living room fair fair um, i have a very old decrepit sofa that needs <laughs> your to sofa be die um, oh yeah like it's not even donatable because it's just like the, one of the arms is kind of coming off. <laughs> um, but obviously, I can't really get like I'm. I now is not the time for an IKEA delivery. So, no. Um, Jessica, treat yourself, but get yourself a sofa from somewhere other than IKEA. I say this as a big IKEA f- proponent, but my yellow chair, which was not cheap, is already pilling a bit, and I'm like mm, uh, IKEA. No. Um, maybe I will. Where does one buy furniture from, though? I don't know. I don't know. Would I have to go to DFS? Are they still having a spring sale? West Elm? Is that a place millennials go? Dunelm? Have No. Well, John Lewis? What's West Elm, then? It's like a trendy millennial oh, furniture shop. Com? Oh, yeah. Because I want a velvet sofa. Oh, my God. I would love a velvet sofa, sofa either in teal or, like, yes, you bright, want a jewel to... like, yellow. Yeah. Oh, I would go teal or mustard. Teal or mustard, yeah. But like can you imagine if mustard. I just yeah, if I just turned up in my rented, quite small bedroom and was like, here we go, I've bought a velvet sofa. <laughs> it would be like one of the rooms where the mattress is the entire floor. <laughs> um, Jessica, would you like to ask me what my song is? Rosie, what's your song? It's Murder on the Dance Floor by Sophie Ellis Baxter. Okay, strong choice. So she does her Friday night discos, and it's amazing. She has this. She always has an amazing sequin outfit on, a sequin dress. She does, and she sings a couple of her songs. And uh, she, she's every night, every week, she sings "Take Me Home," which is one of her songs. But she sings "Stay at Home," and she is amazing at just gently changing the lyrics to tell her children not to accidentally uh, murder each other. Um, she was like, don't stand on the baby is a good one. And also when one of her boys was jumping off a sofa, she said, careful now, it's not a time to go to A&E. <laughs> and um, so she does about a 25 minute disco every week. And it, they've got like disco lights going and it's in her kitchen. And she's got, um, I think she's got four children. She's got four little boys and they're all just bumping around, like dancing away. And, like, Sophie Ellis Baxter was there being, like, a lovely pop star in her sequin. Like, she had this amazing, like, those big, like, one-inch sequin, um, iridescent mermaidy sequins. Um, oh, yes. Play yes. suit, little play suit. And she was, like, a fun pop star, but also just, like, being a great mum. Oh, great combo. That song so, is uh, also from 2000. Mm. But it seems, like, really modern and In the Mood for Love seems really old. I mean, obviously, it is set in the '60s, but like, just 2000 was such a turning point for like. It's film. like the the like, what is the I don't know what look. is it's not like the middle eight, but the bit where she goes, 
uh, if you think you'll get away, like the pre-chorus is really good. The bridge, yeah. The bridge. Um, I saw her uh, when I went to a concert, remember those? She was at, um, I don't think, I won't have spoken about this in the podcast because it was during our accidental four-month hiatus, was um, she was at, uh, I went to a uh, not-so-silent night with Martha and Rufus Wainwright, and she was one of the guests, and she sang uh, a song by their mum, Kate McGarrigal, called A Firstborn Son, and her version was considerably better than or not it's just the arrangement was kind of jazzier and poppier and i enjoyed yeah. it um yeah so murder on the dance floor by sophie ellis bexter a true treasure a true treasure snacks snacks everybody wants to eat a snack no uh sure i didn't know if i was going first um i think chocolate rice crispy slash cornflake cakes which Ooh. I thought about this morning and realised that I would really Ooh. like. And uh, I don't have any cereal, so that is that. What do you eat? That's like porridge. a large... Oh. I eat porridge now. I'm a porridge person. But what I've do you eat at 10pm? Um, I kind of don't, because I'll, but I'm not coming in from work at... Yep, that's why. 11, I was like, but Jessica, o'clock. that's what you need, like... I've had a what? much later supper, because when I had to eat yes. at like 11 o'clock... I had had my supper at like six, whereas now I eat at like seven thirty. Oh, see, I think um, eat at six, bed by nine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like. I'll put. I have like a little snackette. I'll have like biscuits or something. Or what I like doing is, uh, and maybe I should save this as a as a snack. Although it's technically not a snack; it's a treat. When I have like uh, screen time or reading in the evening, it's definitely screen time. Obviously, watching TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a hot beverage. Sometimes a coffee, but like a decaf, obviously. Um, or sometimes a hot chocolate. Sometimes a hot chocolate has a little bit of rum in it. And I like a chocolate peppermint cream to go with it. I keep in a bowl of chocolate peppermint creams oh, on top of my fridge in my, my um, mini Parisienne bowl that I got in Disneyland Paris. It's just full of uh, chocolate peppermint creams. And they're wrapped in shiny, shiny green foil. So um, every time I've been to the supermarket, I've bought a bag of those because it, it's like my... like Just because we're in quarantine doesn't mean... You can't have nice things, so I've had one of those and have one of those. I don't have one every day. Initially, when no, I started doing it, I was having I was having one every day. Now I just kind of don't I don't think of it as much. But yeah, that was like me and cream eggs at the beginning of lockdown. I mean, they are very small. They're like the tiny the tiny portion of a cream egg. But yeah, my God, lockdown has been going on so long that I was. Um, yeah, my main concern at the beginning of lockdown was I did not have access to cream eggs, and now it's like summer um i was gonna do a snack and then i realized that i can do like you a snack that goes into needle and fed okay as you have done on previous weeks so my mm-hmm. uh my snack recommendation is hashtag lockdown cookies and now i'm gonna play the jingle for needle and fed needle and fed, fed. needle and fed okay so um uh i i did my first bit of baking in about a year yay around time um uh, Ella Risbridger, who is an all-round, like, she's just an all-rounder, she does poetry books, and she's writing a middle grade book, and she's written a cookbook, and she has a recipe that used to be called Paris Cookies, but so many people have made them that she's kind of renamed them Lockdown Cookies, and they are proper cookies with like a, a, a gooey um, soft centre, uh, and so I did those, and um, I made, yeah, made Lockdown Cookies, they're chocolate chip cookies and they're nice and I was pleased with them and uh, they've got like eggs well it's got one egg and an egg yolk in which is very rare for like a, it's very cookie-ish anyway what I'm saying is I made chocolate chip cookies and they were good but then I made them into ice cream sandwiches for our pudding 
Delicious. So I sandwiched them cardinal vanilla ice cream and then I didn't quite get the the ice cream to the edges enough because I didn't want to crush it too much to roll mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, sprinkles mm-hmm. but I just threw sprinkles all over them um, and then we had those for our Sunday lunch pudding and um, it was really fun and really easy to do and we could all be eating ice cream sandwiches whenever we want. I don't think I've I'm not sure I've ever had an ice cream sandwich No, the closest I've come is the Oreo freezer ice cream which is like two big Oreo biscuits right, with right. Um, vanilla ice cream in the middle or actually maybe i didn't get the official ones i think i used to get knockoff ones from iceland oh my god i miss going to iceland i miss my house in mill hill my former housemate dr harrison and i just just constantly like hey wouldn't this be really ideal if it were happening when we still lived in mill hill (laughs) yeah we could be playing the piano we would stop each other going mad we had our big garden most importantly we had my grandparents drinks cabinet i mean sure we'd we'd have both been having to drink a lot of sherry but it wouldn't have. I I would have. You know, sometimes needs must. I like I like a sherry. I never managed to convince my friends to drink sherry when they came to one of my parties. I would be like, "So does anyone want a sherry now?" And they'd all kind of look away. <laughs> I I kept saying that I was going to have a Fraser themed party where we would have to drink sherry and everyone would have to come dressed smartly. Except you'd me, come cause... in with a tray that had, was full of sherry glasses, so no one had the option. But I was going to sit, and you know that big reclining like green chair that yeah. our grandparents had? I was going to be Martin, and I was going to sit in the big chair, because I sit down a lot. Yep. And everyone else would have to come as a cr- as many Crane brothers. So that was my needle and fed on the baking front. Excellent. Um, I've, I've, I didn't manage baking. Um, uh, my intention is to make flapjacks. Everybody flap my jack. Oh, yes. Bonk. Good, that can go in what have we seen this week for the fourth time. <laughs> um, obviously I did. As soon, as soon as I sent you the text the other day to say, I'm going to make flapjacks, I then obviously followed it up with... Yeah, I don't think jack. I acknowledged it because I think you knew that I would just be like, yep, obviously. Yep. Watch yeah. that. Yep. I have been doing some knitting. <gasps> Surprise. Okay, so I did finish, after last week's debacle where I did a jumper that's a third too big, and I said I was going to finish another project, did finish that project, my Deshane linen top. Shane... Um, and then I've cast on a new item, which is the Ripple Bralette by Jessie May. Um, which, maybe this won't be too small. I don't think it is, but it's meant to have 7 to 11 inches of negative ease. So it's very tiny. Mm-hmm. You saw it yesterday. It's what I was wearing on my head. Oh, I see. Um, and it's taking a bit longer than the pattern s- suggests because I am knitting it to be considerably longer because I don't... I'm not knitting a bra. I'm knitting a crop top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of knitting for three and a half inches, I'm knitting for eight. And it's just a three by three rib at the moment. Um, But I'm doing it in this really cute yarn I have called... It's by Fine Fish Yarns. And I was part of a mystery project bag club last year. And it's one of my yarns from that. And it's really cute. It's like a very pale mint with lots of sort of speckles of lime and a sort of denim-y blue and occasional bits of pink. It's just... It's very cute. And that should finish quite soon because once I knit the body, it's not really, there's not much to do because it's a, a crop top. It's just got like eye cord straps on it. Good work. Um, but I did also cast on a new project. What's your new project, Rosie? Well, I'm running a knit along, so it's for work. 
we are knitting along a shawl called Drakenfels, um, which is why I had to go to the shop because I did not get the yarn for it until 30 minutes before I was due to host a Zoom call. <laughs> where I was like, go, go, go! See, and I, I turned up and I was like, I'm good. Um, other people did loads. I had to start six times on the Zoom call. It, it didn't go well for me. But uh, we're knitting Drakenfels. Uh, I'm knitting it in the Drops Alpaca in petrol, bright pink, and lime. Um, I just throw, usually I throw in a neutral. Here, petrol is a neutral. Yeah, because petrol is very similar to denim. Denim is a neutral. You know, like leopard is, leopard is a neutral. Leopard is a neutral. Um, so I'm doing the Drakenfell shawl, and it's really, uh, it should be really fun, and it's, an, it's a really easy pattern. It's all mainly guard stitch and some other colours. You mainly do things with stripes. Um, yeah, so I'm doing that. And it's great, and it was really fun. We had companionable silence on a Zoom, like on the internet. Didn't think possible. that was possible, but it was. It was really good, um, and we had like about twelve people come and join um, our little call. And so I've started that. I've not done any since because I'm trying to do different projects. But yeah, so I'm doing quite a lot of knitting, and then I think I'm going to finish a different project after this bralette before I go back to my jumper that I done goofed on. Because I think I need a little bit more space from it. Fair. That's fair. But yeah, so this should be really cute. Um, I had to learn a new cast on in in this economy, but I did it. Um, It's called the Old Norwegian Cast On. Cool. Uh, Should we do What Have We Seen This Week? Let's do What Have... have, Yes, I think we should do it now. (laughs) Do that one. What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Oi! I don't have anything written here. Horrible Histories Outtakes. Yeah, my Jack. I think everyone should consider rewatching Ghosts. Obviously, rewatch Ghosts. As soon as I finish watching it, like the following week, I was like, should I watch Ghosts again? Um, watch Brad and Claire make donuts. Okay, well, Jessica, I feel like I've recommended that like every other episode, but you now you watched it by last week. You had watched it. I'm mentioning last week's episode. No, yeah, I, I can't remember if I said it. I'm just listing things that are, are good to watch. I we've because we haven't recommended Flat My Jack before. <laughs> but yeah, just things that are like nice. Uh, things that are yeah. like nice. I'm that are like nice. about sixteen episodes off from being caught up with Who Weekly, and it's genuinely quite stressful. Um, uh, been watching a lot of the Clangers. Actually, not much recently, but t- Clangers and Timmy Time, very good. I listened to an, uh, an episode of Appointment Television where they did good one, bad one for kids shows, and Catherine mentioned oh, yes. how good Timmy Time is on the she bar, and I just want to send her like a gift basket because um, other people, uh, other adults, recognizing how good Timmy Time is is um, my love language. Timmy Time is tremendous. Timmy Time is far superior to Shaun the Sheep. Um, yeah, uh, they both have their they have their I've uses. I've never really watched Shaun the Sheep. I have to be honest. Um, but Timmy but the Time bits is of Timmy Time. I've seen. I've much enjoyed. They're both funny. Timmy Time is cuter. Yeah, I think oh that's my god, maybe, I love Timmy I think Time. That's maybe what it is. So much. It's just they're both very fun. Like they're well made because they're basically silent comedies. Because the only communication you get is meh. Hoot, hoot, hoot. Um, Timmy Time, Sean the Sheep, Clangers. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm. Oh, that's my recommendation. Go. Is like television for the under fives. Oh, and I think Julie's Green Room. Have a have a rewatch of that, and you'll be laughing. <gasps> Fizz. Julie's Green Room. I love Julie's Green Room so much. Oh my god, I'm going to close the shop and watch Julie's Green Room. Okay. Uh, okay, well on that note, goodbye. Okay, bye. (laughs) 
There are over 100 episodes of Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, and you can hear them all in the podcatcher of your choice or at rosieandjessica.co.uk, where you can also find show notes with links to everything we've discussed in this episode. We're on social media. Find us at facebook.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, on Instagram at Oh My Greyhounds, and on Twitter at The Day of Fun Show. You can also email us on hello at rosieandjessica.co.uk. To support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, become a monthly subscriber via our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, or kit yourself out in Rosie and Jessica t-shirts and tote bags from shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash ohmygreyhounds. Enjoyed the show? Please rate and review us. We'll be back in a fortnight. Thanks for listening.